Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey, everybody. It's John. If you ask Bob, I got real chatty during the last episode, and we went long. And we don't like to leave real long episodes, but we had some pretty good stories, and we had about 45 minutes left over. So we decided to do something, what, like I call, cutting off the bread crust. So in other words, when you have a sandwich, you want to cut off the crust. Well, this is the crust. So we hope you enjoy the leftovers. I guess we could have called it the leftovers. Well, maybe next time it'll be the leftovers. Who knows? We make this shit up as we go along. All right. Well, let's get on with the episode. So I'll try to breeze through this one pretty quick. You know, we uh, that Congress just impeached uh, Trump for the for the second time in a year and under a year, actually holds the record. Did you like my my comment about that on Twitter? Because I noticed you posted something about it. I don't think I saw it. What did, what did you say? I'm sorry. I didn't see your tweet. I said it kind of reminds me of, you know, back in the day when I was going to when I knew I was going to break up with a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would try to smash that shit one last time before I broke off with her, you know? Yeah. So, so that's that's what I felt like this was. But uh, Congress was giving old Donnie J one more fucking before he got out the door. Because you may never get to do it again. So, Well, I'll tell you what. They certainly did calm old Donnie J down. Not only did they impeach him, but they took his favorite toy away, Twitter, and everything else, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all his accounts. I think the only thing that he can post on now is the official White House account. They haven't taken because uh, there are videos out there now that he's done. Like again, they say that there's these these people. When I say these Trump supporters that are going to attack all fifty capitals before, like I think it's supposed to be on the seventeenth, or you know somewhere it's coming. I don't up believe in, it. I think it's all bullshit. Well, I don't know. I hope it's bullshit. I hope. After Listen, I hope after all this bullshit that's happened at the Capitol and people are getting arrested and people are going to end up being charged and could go to jail, maybe, just maybe, these will calm people to fuck down. And also, Trump came back and said, hey, listen, he had, he had a video. He says, if you, this is not what we do. We do not riot. We do not attack. We do not attack police officers. You know, if you if you do that, you are not... Supporting. There's me. also a video of him and his son or sons, whatever. I don't know who all was there, but they were in like a big tent and they're actually watching it live on, on TV as the Capitol building was getting, you know, stormed, whatever you want to call it. And he did nothing but stand there with his arms crossed or with his hands in his, in his coat pocket. And it's like, you should have maybe, I don't know, acted unless this was a part of the plan. I got to tell you something. Look, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Never have been. All right. The person. Um, but I'm also not a fan of the left side. So let's get that out of the way. The thing about Trump is he's definitely I think he thought this was going to work. I think he thought this was going to work. And when it didn't work, now he's backpedaling and basically throwing everybody under the bus that went and went into the Capitol. He, he basically just said, you know what? You shouldn't have done that. And although... 
again, even though he called for peaceful protests in, in that speech when before they went down to the Capitol, there was also some language that was kind of like wink, wink, nod, nod. And I think it. I think he whipped them into a fucking frenzy, and he sent them down there. Now, were they ready to go? Were they going to do this anyhow? I don't know. Was this planned before? I don't know. But it's got to stop. We we got to stop attacking government. Listen, the best way to do this is through the elections, and the best way to do it is it's got to start from the bottom up. You got to start taking over your township, then you take over your state. And then it can be, and then things can be changed federally. It, federally, it's not going to happen by just they're blaming the president. The president has very little to do with what this happens in this country. It's all in Congress, and it needs to be taken. And I'll be honest with you, I think that the whole way that we elect officials right now needs to be changed. It needs to be revamped. And you know who's not going to like it? The people that are in Congress, because the way that it should be done is that they need to report to us, the people in, in Congress. They do not now. They report to people to give them money, which is corporations, special interest groups, stuff like that. That's who they report to because that's who gives them money. We, as a population, even though they're supposed to serve us, we don't give them money. Although, who do they, who do they think pays their check? Where does that come from? Our taxes. So we do. But they take that for granted, and then they, that's not enough for them. They've got to line their pockets. Why do people go into Congress making $170,000 and been in there for 12 years and now they're multimillionaires? How does that fucking happen? Again, how does that happen? How do they have the time to go and make all this other money? That's all I'm saying. That's all I got to say about that, Forrest. Because they only work fucking three months a year. Well, there's a, a newly elected Georgia representative that says that she intends to file articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden as soon as he takes office. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican from District 14 in Georgia, made the announcement Wednesday night on Twitter, saying that she would file articles of impeachment against Joe Biden on January 21st. Now, we know this is going to go up in the air like a Led Zeppelin, but uh, it'll be fun. Of course, she was immediately attacked by virtually every single person left on Twitter, but... um, so if you're not tired of uh, talk of impeachment bullshit, of course, you probably won't see anything about this in the news because, well, the mainstream media is a bunch of fucking cunts and they don't talk about this kind of shit. Well, so. there's the reason she wants him impeached is because she says he has ties to China and that he they that his ties to China need to be investigated. And if he is a actor in partnership with the communist, the Chinese Communist Party, that he cannot, you know, be the president of the United States. Now, here's the thing. You say that it's a Republican doing that, and you say that Democrat support for that is not, you know, there won't be any Democrat support for that. But I think they used Joe Biden as a battering ram. In other words, he could take the hits. He could be down in his basement. Trump, every, you know, there was enough people in this country that hated Trump that weren't going to vote for Biden. They were voting against Trump. So all Biden had to do was stay in a basement, not say anything stupid. And with the way the coronavirus was going on, he had to stay in there. Now, if they run anybody else against him, Kamala Harris, Buttigieg, whoever they ran against him, they didn't have the same. They couldn't have stayed inside. They would have had to campaign against Trump. So the reasons they just used Biden to get to win the election 
And now that he's won the election, they're going to get rid of him somehow, some way. And this is a start. So if you think that there's not Democrat support to impeach Biden or get him out of office, I think you're wrong. So they could just play along with this and get it done. They have enough votes in the Congress and the Senate. And do you think Republicans are going to go along with this? They keep him as president? They should. I think they're going to wait until like Easter or somewhere in there. Let him get his almost 100 days in. So that way they can push through all this bullshit legislation that he's been promising to do with, you know, the budget and DACA and everybody's getting everything for free. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. And then they're going to boot him out. And then when they take over and everything's a total fucking wreck, they're going to blame it on him and Trump. That sounds like a plan to me because you know who's going to go along with it? The fucking media. They don't give a shit. Of course. I mean, they get paid, you know, millions of dollars to be on television. So, right. There was a leaked video here. I think it was from January 8th. So that would be last Friday. And I think it was leaked on purpose, but uh, it was uh, allegedly from a a whistleblower at Twitter that showed that homeless guy who runs Twitter. What's his name? Jack. Jack Dorsey. Yeah. Describing how their Twitter account purge is bigger than just Donald Trump. Now, this is my take. Okay. Jack Dorsey and Mark (laughs) Zuckerfaggot are the equivalent of the Nazi SS here. It's a digital holocaust that has massive effects in the real world. Parlor was the attic where the persecuted could hide and write their diaries. Big Tech took turns kicking in the door and ripping paneling off the walls looking for anyone trying to escape their boot heel. Big Tech has its knee on the neck of this country, and it's been about eight and a half fucking minutes. So what you're saying is Parlor's life matters? Well, I'm saying that uh, these these big tech companies need, must be boycotted. You have to hit them in the wall at John, find new alternatives, and let them feel the pain of their stocks falling. So, if you're on Twitter, follow us at Bullhorn Pod. Facebook, I think we're also at Bullhorn Pod. Gmail, uh, bullhornpod at gmail.com. And we look forward to interacting with you guys on our iPhones. So, what you're saying is we should boycott them, but we're not boycotting them. I, again, I understand we got to hit them in the wallet. And I understand that Pollard, they were going to have trouble anyhow because there was so much going on. People were fleeing Twitter after they took Trump and suspended Trump. They were fleeing Twitter. They were going to Pollard. As this went on, you couldn't even get on Pollard. It was just there was so much activity going on there. The servers were crashing or they were so slow you couldn't even get on there. And the other thing is that Pollard, they have lawsuits against Amazon, which is I couldn't believe that. The internet servers, I think, and I'm again, I don't have the numbers, but it's over 50% of the servers are run by Amazon Web Services. Yeah. Microsoft only has like 16%, which blew my mind. I thought what, uh, you know, Microsoft would have way more than that. And I was listening to Don Bongino, his podcast, and he is a minority stock owner, investor in Parler. And he was talking about where there was no mention of a problem with Parler until... Trump was thrown off and people were fleeing Twitter. Now, guess who else is hosted by Amazon Web Services? Twitter. Twitter. Twitter, they said that the reason that they were uh, taking Parler off was because people were inciting violence on Parler. But you can go right now to Twitter and there's tweets by the Ayatollah of Iran. There's tweets inciting violence on Twitter and nobody's doing a goddamn thing about it. I mentioned this in my last episode of the Boomer Bob show. I said, you know, Twitter kicks 
parlor off of their uh, AWS servers. Sorry, Amazon kicks them off of their AWS servers. But if you go to Amazon, you can buy a book called Memoirs of a Pedophile, just so you know where Amazon's moral compass points. Well, again, okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm a big fan of Amazon service. I shop with Amazon all the time. You've read that book. I have not read the book. I didn't even know there was a book. I'll buy you a copy. Uh, no, don't buy me a copy, Bob. I'll have it sent to your house. That's okay, Bob. I don't need a copy of the pedophile book. So, But what I'm saying is that they do, I mean, they have a great service. I, I love Amazon. You can buy anything there. It comes to your house in two days. It's amazing. I love Amazon service. The problem is that right now Walmart is competing. So Walmart has about the same same thing. You can buy for just about the same price, or maybe if it's even cheaper, you can buy a membership to Walmart. They'll give you free shipping. You can buy uh, free two-day shipping. You can buy from Walmart. You can buy groceries from Walmart. You can buy all the stuff, same stuff that you can buy, basically buy from Amazon. And I'm thinking, do I move over to Walmart and give up my Amazon Prime? Because that's where they make their money. I mean, just think about the amount of people that buy Amazon Prime for $135 a month. It makes sense because not only yeah. do you get that, you get the, the video service. You, there's a ton of stuff you get with it, and you're not going to get that with Walmart. But at least I can get things that I need delivered to my house that you know that I would use Amazon for. And my problem is that I just renewed with uh, Amazon Prime. I did too. So I have mine, a whole year. Mine was on Christmas. Yeah. So now if I buy it and all I'm doing is not buying, but they already got my $135 and that's where they're making a shit ton of their money from. They've already got me for a year. So I'm thinking about just, again, I don't know. We've been throwing away that $130 um, because my wife also has her own account and has her own prime membership. And it's like, I, you know, dug into it, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago and I found that we could share, like I could just add her Yay. to mine and she gets all the benefits of the only thing that you have to do is when you're, when you're buying whatever, most, most uh, married couples don't have this issue, but we keep separate finances. She has her bank accounts, her credit cards. I have mine and that's, it's just easier that way. So whenever I want to buy something, I just off of Amazon, I just need to make sure that I'm paying with my, my method of payment and not hers. But other than that, it's yeah. I'm you can save. you can give your mem you you can add five people like five family members to your like I can right. give. And matter of fact, I do. My daughters have my Amazon Prime. They can watch Amazon Prime video. They whenever they order stuff from Amazon, it's delivered to their to a separate address. They get the same free shipping that I do. The same two day shipping that I do. So yeah. yeah, you can give it to that amount of people. But the the thing is that again, Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, also owns the Washington Post. And we already saw the piece of shit that the Washington Post is. And again, I don't agree with his politics. I don't. And if he kept his politics to himself, all right, I would be fine with that. But now he's using his financial power that, you know, basically we're all giving him to censor a point of view that I kind of agree with more. So, again, I, so what do you do? How do you do? I mean, they lock you in for a year. I guess it isn't. I guess you can pay for it monthly, but I don't. I lock it in for a year. I guess I don't understand how all of these ridiculously wealthy assholes can all be so fucking, you know, lefty liberal. I mean, his ex-wife is dumping 
billions of dollars into, you know, Democrat causes and Democrat bullshit. I mean, it's, when does it, uh, how do you support? That? I don't get it. I don't get it. I got to tell you, they have so much money. It doesn't even matter. I mean, if you take another 10% of their money, is it ever going to affect their lifestyle? It's not. So they, it doesn't matter. Here's what I don't understand. I don't understand the censorship. I don't understand the cancel culture. That's what I don't understand. We used to be able to have a conversation, agree to disagree. Now we don't. We have a conversation where we, we see somebody else that disagrees with what we do. The next thing you know, we're calling their boss. We're trying to get them fired. Uh, if they're a company, yeah. uh, you know, if they're the media, we're calling their advertisers and we're trying to get them to drop them. So it's basically the same thing as trying to get them fired. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm just going to say it. it's a cunt move. That's what cunts do. Cunts. That's what they do. They they call. They there's no words there's to explain it. It's a cunt move. And if you don't know what a cunt move is, that's a cunt move. Speaking of cunt moves, John, <laughs> I love you. love your segues. At AJC on Twitter posted that on January 20th, Senator Kamala Harris. Which why is she still senator? <clears throat> Just that's another podcast. Kamala Harris will be sworn in as VP of the U.S. Can she do both? I no. know in New Jersey, you can be a what they call a freeholder, or we call a freeloader, and also so a state senator. draw both paychecks? Yeah, you can draw both paychecks. There's a call for women to wear pearls to honor Harris and to empower women. Whatever. A Facebook page called Wear Pearls on January 20th, 2021 has over 300,000 members, and AJC would like to see your pearls. Send a photo in to spool, that's S-P-O-O-L-E, at AJC.com. So here's what I said. If there is a God, let this backfire in the best way possible. People everywhere, no matter the gender, post a photo of your pearl necklace to support Camel Toe's inauguration. Let the world see what it took for her to get to the second highest powerful position in the land. By the way, this inauguration will be sponsored by Dyson because it never loses suction. So they say. So let me ask you a question, Bob. Are you going to wear pearls? Are you going to send a picture in? I'm not going to let anybody nut on my neck, but I mean, I may, you know, if I can talk wife into it. So you're going to put pearls on? I understand. You're, I, I mean, don't you're have to talk her into that part of it. I have to talk her into the part where I take a photo of it and it goes on, on the internet. All right. What if you give the <clears throat> missus a pearl necklace and then take a picture of that and then put that online? But like uh, pixelate her face so you can't really see her face. Well, yeah, I mean, I would have to cut her off at the chin or something. Yeah, you, you bring her from the you know the the, the yeah. breastuses up to the chin, yeah. and then you pixelate the face, or and then you just and you, and you give her a pearl necklace. I don't know, Bob, at your age, can you still do a pearl necklace, or is it more like a a couple of pearls, like uh, earrings on the on the neck? It wasn't too long ago. I accidentally got some on the dog. <laughs> What was the dog doing in there? I don't know. We thought he was out of the room, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Poor dog. So anyway. All right. So, again, I'm pissed off at women. So I, I wasn't going to – how do I do this? All right. So you know, being in podcasting, I'm in a couple of podcasting groups in Facebook and different places There's you know, where podcasters go and they talk. And women – there's a post that says, you know what? You know what I can't stand – is when men have an opinion about your podcast, right? So, like, we're not having, a, we're not allowed to have an opinion about what that. Is. So, 
as far as I'm concerned, if I'm listening to your podcast, I'm a listener. All right. So if I decide to send in feedback, all right, with something I like or something I don't like, why is my feedback any less relevant because I'm male? Why do dick and balls make my, in other words, if a female sent that in, why would that be better? If the, but because we're men now, there's a uh, new fucking social media platform. It's called Clubhouse. Clubhouse is only iOS. It's only for uh, iPhones. And basically what it is, it is unsolicited TED Talks where people go in there, you have a room, and then you start a room and you have a couple speakers, and you can bring people in and other people listen to it. And they go in there, they drone on and on. And first of all, they went all in there, and it's all marketing. It's about tell how to make money here and this and that. It's it's, it's, like I said, it's the most – it's TED Talks for people – that have no business giving TED Talks. And now the women are upset because the men are in there mensplaining. And to me, the problem is, again, they want to move the men down to the women's tees. Because, am I boring you, Bob? You're over there yawning. Oh, is this boring you, Bob? Piss. Sorry. Like holding back a piss. Okay. Well, go pee. I'll okay. mark it. Keep talking for a second. Hang on. Bob's going to go pee. Yay. I I usually wear a diaper, but I'm all out and I haven't been to Costco lately, so. And we're back. Back to mansplaining. I just think that women can't handle. Like in other words, Bob, does your wife or women in your life ever explain things to you? I mean, do we call that women splaining? Like if they have an opinion or want to tell you something or give them your opinion? Are you threatened by that opinion? Even though you didn't ask for it, it's unsolicited. They walk up to you, you're doing something, and they give you their opinion on what you're doing. Bob, are you there? I just point out, like, look, pants, dick, balls. Is that what you do? You know, Does that work yeah. out well for you? Is that how that works? I mean, she, you know, oh, well, I'm a manager at work, and I'm like, yeah, I own a fucking company, or I work, so. Okay, so basically... I think that women are intimidated by men as well. They should be because they're the fairer of the sexes. It's always been that way. And now they're trying to yeah, muscle I mean, we in, could kick their fucking ass. Right. Well, now they're just trying to muscle in. Right. And of course, and just because we don't, Oh, I'm sorry. The women are here. Please, please step up to the podium and spell your bullshit. Please. Let's do some of that. Instead of doing that, you know, if they got big boobs and a, a low cut top, yeah, please get up. But there. on the internet, and it's a it's an audio only. There's no video, so it's only audio. So all you hear is their screeching voice. So they're upset about it. And the same thing with the podcast. There's podcast again. There's a podcasting group on Facebook. There's sixteen thousand, maybe eighteen thousand women in there now. You can't get in there if you got dick and balls. If you stand up to pee, you can't get into this group. So the way I think of it is that if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. And the same reason why there's no women in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, the NHL, and the reason that they have to have women's tennis and men's tennis and women's golf and men's golf, because if there wasn't women's golf, they would never make a tournament that we have to lower the bar or allow them to play with people that can 
that are at their physical level, what's the point? What if uh, Joe Rogan transitioned? Yeah. Well, again, if Joe Rogan transitioned, <laughs> Stern. he shouldn't be allowed. If Joe Rogan transitioned, first of all, he'd be the ugliest fucking broad there. Was, uh, I, I mean, we wasn't we're talking about being the best at podcasting? Yeah, well, well, he makes the most mo- he makes the most money, so therefore that makes him the best, I guess. But see, podcasting. See, there's a difference in podcasting than there is in those sports. The difference in podcasting is there is no barrier to entry. In other words, anybody can buy a mic. Anybody can hook it up to a computer and anybody can make a podcast all the tools all the information everything you need to podcast is available to minorities women old white guys boomers like us there can be a joe rogan a female joe rogan of podcasting i don't know who that is trying to think of who do who would i think that is the female joe rogan i'll tell you who's probably going to be the in my humble opinion, it would probably be the most, his biggest competition, I would say, is Megyn Kelly from CNN and Fox News, or I'm sorry, NBC and Fox News. She has her own podcast now, and it's really good, and she's got some, and her conversations with people are, are uh, really interesting. I think that she could be the female Joe Rogan. I think and, that, uh, that uh, what's her name, Kennedy could be as well. Kennedy, she used to be the uh, DJ from MTV, right? MTV, yes. And she also hosted a game show in the early to mid-2000s called Friend or Foe. Uh, Whitney Houston. uh, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston does not have a podcast. Whitney Cummings has a podcast. Her podcast isn't bad. I think that she she has a a good podcast, so she could basically go up against Joe Rogan. But here's the... Okay, so here's the thing. And this is why Joe Rogan is so popular is that when you got a podcasting app, cause you know nothing about podcasting, you just get a podcasting app and you, you say, what's this podcasting thing? And you go in there and you go, Oh, Joe Rogan. Isn't that the guy from um, fear factor and the comedian? And you click on there and he's the first podcast because every app in the iTunes store on Apple podcasts and the Google podcasts, any app that you download to use. If you go to search Joe Rogan's podcast, is front and center. So it's oh, yeah. the first one you see. So we had that up. Now, I'm not saying that Joe Rogan doesn't have a good podcast. I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. If he has a good guest or someone that I'm interested in, I will listen to it. I can't listen to three hours of it, but I do my best. But the thing is, stop whining and crying that you know men are in there mansplaining. Get in there. Elbows up. Get in there and do it. Start your own room. You be the boss. You be the moderator of your stupid clubhouse talks. Uh, they get there, they really get up in the air that they can't muscle in. Like they need, they, they want the door open for them. They want us to stand out of the way so they can go do what they do. And that's not how it works in the in the real world. That's not how any of this works. You get to be the best by beating the best. That's how it works. Whether they stand the pee, sit the pee, any of that, none of it matters. Beat the best, be the best. So stop crying about mansplaining because guess what, ladies? You do a lot of women'splaining too. The problem is we don't give a fuck. We just roll our eyes and we realize it's not worth the fucking argument. But there you go. Hey, before we get out of here, let's do, I got to talk about this Bitcoin guy. I was going to ask you, do you write your passwords down? I have a password, online password thing called LastPass. Okay. 
Now, here's the thing about LastPass. You need to remember your master password. Because at one time, I cause can't it, call it that here's, anymore. Here's the problem. LastPass used to tell you to change your master password because if anybody gets into your master, can guess your master password, they have all your passwords. So I used to change it every month. And then I forgot it. And I couldn't remember what it was. And I don't know where I wrote it down. And with LastPass, you're fucked. Your account's done. It's, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, Dunkin' 69. Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Yum Yum. Forty five. Yeah, yeah. I don't 69. know. Sixty. Yeah. Every number sixty nine. Yum. Dunkin' Donuts. Yum Yum. Sixty nine was my password, and I couldn't remember it, and I lost every fucking password that I had. So then I got to go back, and every account that I go in, you lose your password. Yeah, I lost my password. I had to go back, start another account with LastPass and do it again. I still changed my password, my master password with LastPass once a month, but I now have a book that says passwords in it, and it's in the house, hidden. And if I ever forget... If I write mine down, I write them in code. So, like, if my password is, you know, Dunkin' Donuts uh, 69, I'll write, like... Capital, you know, if it's a capital or a lowercase letter at the beginning, like I'll just write like D dot 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 and then put the last letter and then, you know, uh, like 69. You know, I mean, that way I'm going to know what's in between. I know what's in the dots because I know that, okay, well, Dunkin Donuts is one of my passwords. So I'm going to put that. Okay. So I I don't write out Dunkin Donuts 69 uh, pound sign. I don't write that as my password because I... There's no need to. I'm going to know if I just put like a capital D, a bunch of dots, and then 69 pound sign, I'm going to know what that is. But if you fuck up, Bob, there is a thing that says reset your password, and you can go about resetting your password. Okay. So now what we're talking about is the this guy, he got into Bitcoin early. He made a, a video on how it works with animation and shit. It's actually a, kind of a, a neat you know video. The video explains... Bitcoin in, with animation in simplistic terms. And for that, he got 7,002 Bitcoin, but that was back in like 2011 when it wasn't worth that much, like one or two cents per Bitcoin. Well, now I looked this morning, it's worth over $37,000 per Bitcoin. Right. And he has 7,002. So I did the math this morning and at this morning's numbers he has 262 million dollars worth of bitcoin sitting there in a locked account the problem is he can't remember his password you get 10 attempts he's used eight of them and if if he misses two more times it's this so here's the other thing that's 262 million dollars and it's going up i mean i would be I would be sick to my fucking stomach. I mean, I understand. If I remember correctly, about a month ago, it was at like 18,000 and it's doubled. I used to edit for a Bitcoin podcast. It was called the Crypto Cousins podcast. And he would have, matter of fact, hang on one second. That sounds like something we'd listen to here in Alabama. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's your crypto cousin? I can't can't pull it up, but he would tell you the price every week. And it it was at like... $9,000. $9,000. And I was wow. like, get the fuck out of here. $9,000 for this thing. And he would talk about how you have a key and a wallet and how you, you know, where you keep your passwords and all. And he would go through this whole thing. And when I, so now if he does, he tries this two more times, it's gone. That's 7,000 
over 7,000 Bitcoins, they're gone. They're, they're removed. So in other words, let's say you had all the gold in the world and it weighed, I don't know, 1,000 pounds. And then somebody loses 100 pounds of it. Well, that means that there's only 900, which means it's scarce. So that means Bitcoin's going to go up even more because yeah. there's only so many of them. Well, it's dropped $2,000 just since this morning, but because right. now it's at 35 And that was the other problem. So in other words, so one day he would go, Bitcoin is at $9,264.37. That's up 1.7% in the last seven days. And then he would come on the next week and say, Bitcoin is at $7,234. That's down 10% or whatever it was. And I was yeah, like, holy yeah, yeah. fucking shit. You wake up in the morning and you've just lost $7,000. I mean, to me, that was like, get the fuck out of here. So it's like a financial roller coaster ride. There was time when I first heard about Bitcoin, it was $100 of Bitcoin. Wow. I think it was like in 2011. I, yeah, it was like $100 of Bitcoin. And the other thing that they did was they would make these fucking computers. And this is why gaming motherboards were so hard because it needed so much power to be able – you could go and mine for Bitcoin. You would take a computer and you would put this big giant motherboard in it or whatever they did, whatever board they graphics. needed. Yeah, and this thing would part. mine Bitcoin. And you would just – you would get like seven or eight computers – and then you would mine it. Well, after a certain amount of time, what they would do, it's like when you first started, you could mine Bitcoin. You could mine, I don't know. I'm just going to use a number because I don't know. Let's say you could mine five Bitcoin a week with your miners, with your miner computers. So you had your computers on and they're running 24-7 and they're taking up a lot of power and they're using, they're using these uh, crazy graphic boards is what it was. It was the graphic boards. Yeah, 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 it's video cards. And then after a certain time... There would be a date, and then it would be half. They would half the Bitcoin. So then for the same amount of time, you would mine 2.5 Bitcoins a week. They half it again, half it again. So what happened is now it costs more for the electricity than it cost that you would make in Bitcoin, that you would make in Bitcoin. Right. So everybody stopped mining. They stopped mining them. Uh, I think this was like a year, maybe a year and a half ago. That uh, he he had uh, the guy that I was talking about. The, his name's Gary Leland. He's a, he's big into podcasting, and he's in the podcasting hall of fame. And he has the Crypto Cousins podcast. I don't even know why I didn't say his name. They stopped mining him. I don't know how many he's got, but he's invested in it. And he's really invested in it. And it's a lot of the same, you know, thirty somethings guys like Jack. Oh, God, I'm not even saying it has to be young guys. I mean, what's his name from the no the no, no agenda. agenda. Yeah, who's Adam Curry? He's uh, really invested in Bitcoin. Again, when when it was when it didn't cost anything or it cost just electricity to mine Bitcoins, it was no like no big deal. But now you can't really mine them anymore. And the guy who started this, and they don't even know who this is. They, his name is um, it's a Japanese name. I think it's called Nakam. I can't remember. Oh, I got my memory. But anyhow, the guy who started this, they, they've never seen him. They don't know who he is, whoever started Bitcoin. He was supposed to have a lot of Bitcoin, and they don't know where that's at either. So I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, if you had money and you didn't have – you had money that you could just say, fuck it. You know, I would use this money and go to Vegas and blow this on the you know blackjack table or shooting craps. And you invested in Bitcoin and you didn't care if you lost it or whatever. Then fine, do it. But this fucking guy here, I mean, two hundred sixty-two million. Now listen, 
If he decided to dump, like right now, if that was me, I would dump half of it. I would dump half of it in the market. Little, You can't dump half in the market right away because the fucking price would plummet. But I would be selling it off. Fuck that. I'd dump all of it right now. Give me my cash and I'd fucking go go buy some shit. Well, again, you don't. That's not how I go this help works. Black Lives Matter. Would you go? Is that what you would do? What would you do with your money? Listen, like you have everything grand. you need. You would you, again. I don't need anything, so I wouldn't buy anything. All right, here we go. Back to the phones. Another question: If you're listening right now, and you had two more times before you lost two hundred and sixty-two million dollars, and then you used it up, and then you lost that. I mean, what the fuck would you do? I mean, would it make would you blow your brains out? I might have to blow my brains out if I lost that much money. I don't know if I could take it. Jesus Christ. I mean, the guy looks like he's got some money. Like, he's not a Nobody, chode. Like, listen. he's not like one of these fucking, like, Discord idiots that we talk to that don't have, have nothing. This guy looks like he has something going on. He hit the fucking Powerball or hit the Mega Millions. It's like having a winning lottery ticket. There's $262 million sitting there right now. Right now. The Mega Millions is like $740 million, and the cash payout is like $500 million. And after taxes, you figure it's like $250 million. I mean, life-changing money for you and the rest of the, your family for the rest of your life. I mean, that's the kind of money this is. I, I can't even imagine. Like, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I would be a fucking wreck trying to figure out where this password was. You can pay and actually have the password cracked, but... It takes a very long time, and it's very expensive. Is it $262 million expensive? I don't know. Well, I mean, if I don't it's know. a million dollars. I'm sure anybody trying that he would commission to do this would want a cut of the money. Like, all right, bitch, but I want fucking 20%. I'd give him 20%. 20%? I'd give him 20%. He could crack my password. Yeah. You get one chance, and you yeah. crack it, you get 20%. I'll give you the 20%. Fuck that. I don't, yeah, I don't know if, you know, if you get to, like... Pick your own password, like, you know, or if you are assigned, because it's like, I think it's called the Iron Key Drive or something like that, and it's extremely secure. And um, so I don't know if they, if your password is assigned to you or if nah, you get to choose it. You get so. to choose it. And now they have wallets. They have these wallets now that they, that, yeah, sure well, he didn't did have they in 2011 when this guy got all no, this shit? No, I don't Probably think not. they did. No, but just think about exactly. it, right? Like right now, if you, the guy wanted, if I was going to give the guy 20%, right? It's a little over $50 million. Would I give the guy $50 million so I could collect $210 million? Absolutely. Every day of the week. Every fucking day. Yeah. I'm rooting for this guy. I am. I'm rooting for this guy to get his money. The clock's ticking because, you know, right now it's, I forget, what is it, 30-something thousand now? Is it in the 30s right now? Uh, here, current price. Refresh, and we are at thirty five thousand nine hundred and forty nine. It's gone up uh, two hundred dollars just while we were talking. Now earlier this morning, though, it was at I think thirty seven thousand six hundred. So it's down from this morning, but it's up from ten minutes ago. Yeah, seven, he's got seven thousand of these. It went up two hundred dollars. He's made fourteen thousand dollars. Why we were talking? It's fourteen thousand dollars. And again, uh, tomorrow yeah. it could be down. I don't know. Tomorrow, something something could happen in the news right now, and it would drop the price of Bitcoin in half. But it would still be at fifteen thousand dollars. I'm just saying. You know, it's just I don't know. I, I can't spe- listen. When I play poker, 
I can't play for big money because money means too much, too much to me. I don't have a whole lot of it. And I can't speculate with Bitcoin because I couldn't handle this roller coaster fucking ride. I would never make it. And right now, if I had 7,000 Bitcoin and I couldn't get to it right now, I'd be like, give me the best fucking password cracker you got. Crack this password. He's, he's definitely in a tough spot. I don't know if I feel bad for him, though, because it's his own fucking fault. <laughs> I understand. But it's $262 million. Anybody that has a chance at $262 million and can't do it because of password, I fucking feel sorry for. I can't take it. I don't. All right. Well, I don't. We'll have to, you know what, Bob? We will have to agree to disagree on this one. All right. Why don't we wrap it on up? Well, we gave out all our crap earlier, so you know where to find us. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. It's always, <sighs> listen, it, you don't have to go fuck yourself. You can always go to the show notes because I put the phone number, the email address, all our socials is in our show notes. You can just go right there and check it out. We would love you. Love it if you follow us there. You can. We also have a Discord. You always want to come in there and hang around at Discord and talk to us. I think we should try to chat in there a little bit more. We gotta, You know what it is, Bob? We spend so much time in other people's Discords. We're never home. We're never home. So we should try to get uh, in our own Discord. That's because it's got cobwebs That's and right. it smells like fucking beer it's, farts. It smells like old chicken and failure. <laughs> All right. Boomer. <laughs> it smells like old chicken bones and failure. That's a new country song. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back here next week. See you later.